This is WIAM 101.1. Current events. Personal values. Political and social issues. Technology. Wars and tensions. Join us for the next hour to discuss and learn how the things happening in our world today point to God's prophetic word as signs of the times. Israel is gearing up for a fight. Meanwhile, pro-abortion radicals want to pick a fight. Why, even the World Health Organization wants to fight monkeypox. And that's just the beginning of the battles we'll talk about as we look at the signs of the times. Our weekly review of Bible prophecy that we find in the world's news for Friday, July 29th. 2022. And coming your way later today is podcast episode 226 when you subscribe through Apple, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, or Google, or just skip to the head of the line and watch this program by downloading the Way Media app or hit us up at thewaymedia.net where we uh, also read the articles we discuss. You can download those and read those or ask Pastor Mark a prophecy question. And now here to fight off the zombies in our world is Pastor Mark, who is very sad that nothing is made in the USA anymore. Why, he just bought a new TV and the box said built-in antenna. And he doesn't even know where that is. Yeah. Where is antenna? I'm not sure, but that's... it's. Um... Is it one of those rogue nations cranking out black market TVs? You know, they just don't make stuff here anymore. They just don't. That's the thing. I know. And that's what's sad. Yeah. So <laughs> let's see if we can cheer you up with some prophecy no, news. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to Israel since we have no uh, we have no questions this week, by the way. Uh, let's see. The Times of Israel is reporting that Israel is gearing up to fight. As Russia puts the screws to a Jewish agency for unclear reasons. Yeah, this is, again, just that we all know there's that continuing tension rise with Russia and Israel. We know where this is going to end, but this one, again, kind of turns it up a notch. So I wanted to mention this to you guys out there that are listening to us. Uh, The latest struggle, it says, evokes Cold War memories of Russian Jews trapped behind behind the Iron Curtain. For now, Jerusalem is striking a balance between playing Moscow's game and warning of the consequences. After initially believing Russia's moves against the Jewish agency to be a relatively minor spat, Israel officials now view them as uh, the makings of a potentially major diplomatic rift. And the Jewish agency is preparing accordingly, a senior official said. Uh, Moscow's region for, reason for attacking the quasi-governmental organization remain unclear. Um, Russia's officials have yet to basically say why uh, or any steps Israel could take uh, to call off the threats to shutter the group. 
What is the group? This group is tasked with facilitating and encouraging Jewish immigration to Israel. So basically what it is, it's the organization that helps bring Jewish uh, immigrants from Russia back to Israel, which they've been doing for many years. And now Russia's like, well, we're not going to let you do that. That's a big deal. Um, Prime Minister Yair Lapid warned Russia that closing the Jewish agency would negatively affect the ties between the two countries. It's almost like... Russia and Israel have this kind of like friendship from a distance where they get along. Neither want to start a fight with each other. But at the same time, um, we know that it's going to rise toward this tension that's going to lead to this battle where they're going to join with Iran and move in. And now you're seeing some of these things kind of, again, from time to time, things that irritate and ratchet up the heat. Here's another one saying, you know, you can't bring your people home. What did God say? Let my people go. Well, they're coming back and they're saying we're not going to let them go. So we'll see what happens with this. But this is uh, another uh, tension between the nations uh, to keep an eye on. Okay, we will do that. In the meantime, we will head back to this country for a moment and uh, go to uh, Breitbart.com where we see the new movie, Summer of Rage, yes, part one. That's right. That's right. <laughs> it probably could be a movie. Uh, militant pro-abortion radicals are flourishing in Madison, Wisconsin, and a violence, the violence is memed on Twitter. Please yeah. explain. Yeah, you know, it's been relatively, I mean, considerably quiet considering the rage they said they had nationwide as far as in the streets about the abortion. This deals with the abortion decision that the Supreme Court came down with. But what got my attention is now you're seeing this greater and greater hatred toward these um, uh, baby-saving institutions. Uh, As Satan rages toward that, wanting to kill the babies, and again, Christians are behind that. And we talk about the increase of hatred toward Jews and the increase of hatred toward Christians in the last days. Um, According to the data compiled by the Family Research Council, there have been more than 100 attacks against pro-life groups nationwide since the beginning of May, many of which have been attributed to Jane's Revenge, a far-left militant group that has taken credit for much of the violence. The attack on a Wisconsin family action uh, group drew statements of support from other radicals in Madison. And that's something, I mean, it, it, you know, they become friends. You know, Pilate and Herod became friends that yes. day. When they, they weren't friends, yeah. and they became friends when they both could attack Jesus. Yes. That's what's happening here. It makes people come together to attack the Lord. A group calling themselves unnamed autonomous uh, collective that's that's brave um lauding the attack said this we joyously support militant action that destroys the records servers clipboards and desks used to organize the vile workings and let me add this in of saving babies of the wisconsin family action this action and other vile they call that vile This action and others like it bring the consequences of the fascist actions back to their doorstep. It assesses a monetary and psychological cost for their ongoing campaign of violence and serves to inspire others to act. So we want you to be inspired to go do these same kind of things. We applaud you. We have joy that you're killing, that you're trying to kill more babies and uh, they're vile. I mean, how, Greg, how vile to try to save someone's life? How vile, even worse and more vile to save a baby? I can see why they're so upset. You know, it underscores so many scripture verses, right? Right now, Pastor Mark, First John five nineteen. Those that are not in Christ Jesus are under the sway of the enemy. Yeah. These people are under the sway of Satan. Yeah. The Bible says that Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Uh, you know, he's very, very angry about yeah. this overturning. Yeah. Uh, so now it, it's much harder for him to kill innocent children in the yeah. wombs of their mothers, and so he's he is pressing the buttons of these people that are under his sway. Yeah. And causing them to. Uh, to act out in this way. Right. And woe to those, Isaiah 520, that call good evil and evil good. That's right. And so, you know, when we, th- and we think about the woes in Scripture, 
and I and I my brain goes to Romans twelve. You know, when your enemy, uh, you know, does this, you know, is mean to you, basically, you know, or offer them something to eat. Offer yeah. them. I'm just paraphrasing in my mind, trying to bring the verse yeah, back. Love to your my, enemies, but yeah, love, love yeah. your enemies, basically. But the verse goes. The scripture goes on to say there in Romans, and in doing so, you heap coals of burning fire on their head. Right. You know, they. It's judgment for them. Yeah. Yeah, and is. that's exactly what we're seeing. So you know, th- this is only going to be addressed through prayer, and uh, you know, and be praying for these institutions that have done the right thing all along, which is to stand up for the unborn yeah. and give people an alternative. You, you would be amazed at how many couples are out there that would adopt those babies without question. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And Greg, the thing I want to comment on this before we go on yeah. is, you know, um, they used to do this kind of stuff and they kind of secretly acted like they weren't really killing babies or didn't think they knew they were killing babies or like that they didn't really want to kill babies. It was just kind of um, rather than murdering babies, it was more of very well, cloaked. We need to do this for the goodness, the, the safety of the mother or we need to uh, whatever it might be. It was very cloaked. Yeah, kind of in the closet, so to speak. But then once. It was struck down. There's a new level we've stepped to now where the anger has ratcheted up so much that it's out in the streets and they're actually coming out and saying, we want to murder babies. And I actually heard one girl saying, I want to get pregnant so that I can murder my baby now. I mean, I mean, it's like it's like the beast was there, but now the beast was unleashed when they realized they couldn't do it anymore. It's just evil. You're right. It's just evil. It's demonic. It's satanic. Yeah. Wow. I mean, hopefully this will subside but only time will tell on that for sure all right uh let's get to some one world government news uh the first story past mark comes from the washington examiner lowen uh lowen i want to do that because i keep looking at her last name i just (laughs) it's all right it's horrible it's all right i'm i'm in radio it's all right Uh, lauren bobert Trolling Biden, calling him to resign like other world leaders. So, yeah. And talk about this, because yeah. we've talked about this offline, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to talk about this for a moment, take a little more time on this. Not so much because Lauren Boebert, uh, this Republican from Colorado, is giving the president a hard time on this. It's That's not the reason for this. This is not some kind of political pylon from my perspective. Um, this is simply looking at, kind of as a springboard into these world leaders stepping down. Uh, and I'll just mention this before I read some of it. Uh, multiple leaders have stepped down here recently, and I want to talk about that for a moment. But no, notice this. Conservative firebrand Representative Lauren Boebert took to Twitter to troll President Biden, calling him to step down in the wake of several leaders in the world stepping down earlier this week. And I quote, so many world leaders resi- resigning this week, yet Biden can't take the hint. Uh, Shri, look at this. And here's what gets me. Now, that's a political thing. She's doing it. And, and for those that are kind of have that kind of political whatever, uh, that's where they're coming from. But for me, um, I wonder, you know, again, Greg, I don't know how long President Biden can be there because of his physical situation. Yeah. And I don't know how long they really wanted him to be there uh, because of that as well, because, you know, um, there, there's reasons. I think he's kind of being used right now. I think he's willfully going along. But I think he's being used by this whole World Economic Forum and the world leadership to help mold this. You know, America wouldn't do a lot of the things we're doing if you didn't have somebody at the helm that was willing to do it. So he's being used. I think he knows a lot. I think a lot he doesn't know. Uh, But either way, it springboards into these world leaders that are repositioning. And this is something I want to point out. Now, this is not Revelation, but I'm going to mention Revelation first and then talk about the headwinds as we always talk about. And and, because my suspicion is something's being formulated now. You know, the clouds formulate before the rain starts. And um, the Bible says in Revelation that when the Antichrist comes on the scene, he will rise up quickly 
and of this 10-nation conglomerate, or 10-grouping, however that's going to be conglomerate, that's together in Revelation, um, he's going to yank three of them down immediately, and then the other seven will yield their power to him. For an hour, the Bible says. Well, it won't literally be an hour. It's going to be, it, it, in Scripture, that's, that's the way of saying for a short amount of time. So they're going to yield their power to him for that amount of time and let him rule over the world with them coming along with him, controlling their portion of the world and saying, everybody look to him, right? Mm-hmm. So when I saw these leaders pulled down, it is interesting, in July, three world leaders were removed. Now, they were replaced. Someone's there. They weren't pulled down like the picture we see in Revelation. Yeah. So lest anybody think this is Revelation. No, because one, we don't have ten nation conglomerate yet. We're not ten or nation ten, conglomerate. Or ten re- I'm saying ten regions. Yeah, regions or, or nations. Yeah, it or could nations. be. We're still waiting yeah. to see. But we don't have that. And we're not in the Great Tribulation. And they weren't removed. They've been replaced. So this does not fit Revelation. But I want you to get the idea. The Antichrist is going to rearrange world leadership the way he wants it when he comes into power. And so I believe you see the move of the Antichrist already underway, repositioning world leadership, Greg, with leaders like President Biden who are willing to give more power to this world union and him. Well, you know, when I think about uh, we've talked a lot about Pope Francis in the past and how he came into power in the Catholic Church and thinking that he would be the last pope. Yeah. And and potentially being the false prophet that the Bible talks about would coming based on his actions, based right. on his words, based on everything that's come out of his mouth since he took the papacy. Right. But now, you know, he himself has health problems. Right. And so it could be someone else. All that to say, these leaders that are getting replaced could be the leaders that are required in order to help form the ten toes right. of Daniel. But that doesn't mean that even those leaders will remain in power. That's exactly right. It could be somebody else coming in. So there's probably a lot of chess pieces that still need to be moved. But it's, it's interesting to see that this is not coincidence. You're right. What we're seeing right now. That's right. Yeah. This is in preparation. That's yeah. right. No, and that's yeah. that's what I'm saying. We don't know. Even the ones that took their place, if they're part of those that get yanked out, they'd be yanked out anyway. Right. But what I'm seeing is, what I'm saying for our, our listeners to watch for, and our watchers on streaming yes. to watch for, is a repositioning of world leadership to the mindset. You kind of begin to mold and shape new leaders yeah. that have the mindset. Um, you know, you had you had Merkel step down in January. You had um, um, the... Uh, I'm sorry. There's no the Dutch um, uh, prime minister stepped we're down. We're talking it, about. We're going to talk about him next. Okay, but I'm I'm bringing them yes. all in because they yeah. go with this article. We'll give his name yeah. in a second. So I, I really kind of want to. I put that one in there because they all crunch together. Yeah. So so the headline: the Dutch party leader steps down. That happened in January of 2021, but also in January of 2021, Merkel stepped down, and two new leaders. Right, two leaders in one month. World leaders stepped down, and new ones brought in. Now we have three world leaders this last month. Step down with leaders at Greg. That's very highly unusual. You know, you can see well their transfer of power. Every nation has transfer of power in mm-hmm. leaders. My point is, since twenty twenty one, you've had five world leaders change position. Two of them in one month. Three of them in another. The three this time again are Sri Lankan President uh, Rajapaksa, uh, Italian Prime Minister Mario Draghi, uh, and then Prime Minister uh, British Prime Minister Boris Johnson will be stepping down. Actually. Um, he may have already done, no, stepping down, I think he's going to stay until September to get somebody else in place. But the, but the point is, is that you're seeing a rearranging, I believe, 
I believe it's more than coincidence. I think you're seeing a rearranging of world leadership, not saying these will even be the ones in power when the Antichrist is in power, but you're seeing this worldwide. Even as we're watching worldwide events that are shaping the world, we're now seeing worldwide leadership changes. And remember, Klaus Schwab, um, the uh, maker of the um, uh, of the, the ear swab, um, not really. <laughs> I know but, you're but Klaus Schwab, for something. Yeah, Klaus Schwab, yeah. Um, you know, He said, again, he wants to rearrange the world into this one world government, and he bragged about the fact that his World Economic Forum graduates are in cabinets all over the world. I think, Greg, these people, I wouldn't be surprised to see if those that took their place are graduates of the World Economic Forum. And I don't know that, but it wouldn't surprise me. Well, I was just going to mention that, the fact that uh, California Governor Gavin Newsom is a disciple of Klaus Schwab. That's right. Uh, uh, Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. Yeah. Is a disciple of Klaus Schwab. Yeah. So if you can get the list of those people, yeah, that's your watch list. Yeah, it really for is leadership. So it's, Beca- it's, and, and they and they all behave. And you notice there's a, there's so many similarities. If you want to dive into the minutia, yeah, between the actions of Gavin Newsom and the actions of Justin Trudeau, yeah, they're yeah. They're, they're brothers from another mother. They really are. And it goes beyond that. Look at Boris Johnson. He was supposed to implement yes. the Brexit, and he didn't. And that's they're mad. They're kicking him out. Yes. He didn't. He didn't do what what they put him in there to do. Brexit goes against the World Economic yes. Forum. Uh, Sri Lankan. Listen, they implemented Greg the farming guidelines mm-hmm. for the World Economic Forum. That's what they said they did it for. They and that's why they collapsed. Their farming industry collapsed, and the nation went into a riot. They threw the president out. He he went to a boat out in the ocean for a while till he resigned because they were going to kill him. They stormed his palace. I mean, these guys are all connected. Yeah. So that's why I say. I believe there's been new leaders brought in that are connected to Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum, and this is all being directed much higher than them, I believe, by spiritual forces, Absolutely. much higher than getting yeah. ready for the Antichrist. So, again, we're watching the positioning take place. Just be aware of it, and this was too huge to pass up. Yeah. Uh, the next article, we touched on this from AP News. Dutch Labor Party leader is stepping down over a welfare scandal. Yeah, again, he gets what, he gets exposed for a scandal. The leader of the Dutch Opposition Labor Party uh, said he's, you know, he's not going to leave the party in in the Netherlands um, in March election, uh, he's not going to run for it because of a child benefit fraud investigation. Now, remember, if they want you out, they can do anything to get you out. <laughs> yes, and, they can. And and there's, I'm telling you, I just, I still go back and I wonder, guys. I'm not saying the Antichrist is is, is a behind the scenes already working. I do believe he's alive. The spirit of Antichrist, definitely. Yes, yes. I, the spirit of Antichrist is greatly at work. Satan's greatly at work. But when you see all this organization, somebody's organizing this, and we know ultimately it's Satan, but you wonder, is the Antichrist somewhere on the scenes, behind the scenes, before he introduces himself, kind of getting the ball rolling? But interesting things. Keep your eye on it. We'll know soon. Yeah, we certainly yes, will. Yes, we will. All right. Uh, let's get into some pestilence, plagues, disasters, and corruption. It's our smorgasbord of yuck. Yeah. Uh, this first article, Pastor Mark, comes from Fox News. The Who. Who are you? Yes. Uh, makes me want to play that song. Yes. Uh, the World Health Organization declares monkeypox a global health emergency. Yes. Is it really considering how monkeypox is contracted? Well, we're going to talk about all this, but I mean, this Jonathan Horton, I say Horton, here's a who. Horton, here's a no, who. No, <laughs> no, his name is not Jonathan Horton. I made oh, that it's up. Not? Because oh, it's not? Oh, I need to look. I've been, I need to I've look, been looking like, for some would... way to use that joke now that would be so that would be so good if it it, was his name yeah but it didn't work but anyway um no again you're right greg there's so many things about this it is not let me read some of the article then let's talk a little bit about it and maybe settle some of our listeners about this because it's it's so rare and the way it spreads and it's non-threatening well let me read the article yeah the who declared that the international monkeypox virus outbreak you know was of international concern while the united nations health agency had previously debated the matter 
the WHO director, uh, General Tedros, explained in a media briefing on Saturday that the International Health Regulations Emergency Committee generally agreed that the transmission of the virus at this time, and notice this, at this time did not represent a public health emergency. So they said, well, you know what, at this time it doesn't um, represent a public health emergency, but we're going to call it one anyway? I mean, I, I just... I mean, I'm not, some of this stuff is so obvious, but you're like, guys, at least try to cloak it, at least try to hide it, at least try to make it look like something's real. Since then, he noted the monkeypox outbreak has continued to grow with more than 16,000 reported cases from 75 countries and territories. Now, that sounds like a lot. 16,000 from 75 countries. But let's remember there's 8 billion people on the planet. Let's also remember there's only five confirmed deaths from this. So out of 8 billion people, you got five people that died. We have kids that die every year from the flu. So anybody, if your health condition is bad enough, anything will kill you. If, if you have low immunity, anything, a cold will kill you. So the fact that they died, it means nothing. This is statistical zero death is my point. And certainly you hate when anyone dies. But, you know, Greg, it's, it's, there's something going on here. Why in the world would you pick monkeypox to try to, this is a fear tactic to affect, I believe, the fall uh, elections, I really do. I think this is something that Satan's involved in. I'm not, not even politically. I mean, yeah. Satan's trying to affect because because Satan has the world going in the direction he wants right yeah. now, and this just interferes with that. Um, but um, you had something you're going to. No, I was just going to say. You know, fear breeds control. Yeah. I mean, and and so, I mean, it's to, it's a it's a strategic advantage yeah. for them yeah. to continue to stoke the fires of fear, but I, especially when you're talking in the U.S. for midterm elections, yeah. but just just globally at large, just the continuation. But I wonder if they even think this is going to be fearful enough or if they have a larger plan behind it. Because let's talk a little bit about monkeypox. First of all, monkeypox um, is not airborne. It is only contagious if you come in physical contact with someone who has currently um, leaking blisters. I'm, and that's a gross thing to say, but you get these blisters. If the blisters pop and you get that... Um, you get that lotion or that cream lotion. You get the, 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 the fluid from those on you, then you get monkeypox. That's how that happens. Um, and even if you get it, it's not deadly. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just kind of this thing where it's like, yeah, it's not fun. You don't like it. Uh, it's not a good thing. But I just, I don't know. I, I look at this and I see this as another attempt, Greg, to, for the enemy to advance the agenda forward. Because remember, America is the only one that traditionally has been standing in the way of this whole move forward, this world Government, American Britain to some degree. America, Britain's been pretty much now going along and starting to go along more. America's been in the way. Well, now we've got a leader that's leading us who's going right along with it. We've got a Congress and Senate going right along with it. The world is just going down the track full steam toward this. Yeah. And unless somebody slams on the brakes, I mean, we're on the verge of the Antichrist appearing on the scene. I believe that. No, God can slam on the brakes. And he made this fall. But I believe this is stuff, Greg, that the enemy's doing yeah. to try to stop the enemy from slamming yeah. on the brakes this fall. And I expect more. Listen, I expect more shenanigans. I'm not saying just yeah. this monkeypox. I expect all kinds of things to happen, depending on what they feel they need to do to try to keep things going the direction they want for this one world government. Well, and, and that's really what's next up on deck uh, is the one world government, the formation, and then the Antichrist coming after that. So we definitely want to be looking for those signs of of nations that want to acquiesce to a larger uh, governmental structure. That's right. For That's sure. right. Absolutely. All right. Uh, let's go to the blaze where we see the Twitter machine is hopped off the rails and reacting to the New York Times advocating cannibalism. Now, listen, that this may shock some of our listeners. I'm sure it does. There's probably... 
Some of you who have not seen this article that the New York Times ran a couple of days ago, or you've not heard about it, but they literally ran an article promoting cannibalism. And it was this gross picture with the, with the, uh, the heading that said something like, hey, isn't it, isn't it time to reconsider this? Like, what? Time to reconsider what? To reconsider eating people. I mean, you know, Greg, before I even read the article, we talk about Romans 1. And it says that when mankind rejects God, he turns them over to a debased mind. How much more debased can you get than people eating people? We hear about cannibalism in tribes in the jungles where all this spiritism goes on and this witchcraft. To think that it would happen in an American newspaper out of New York City, it is such a grotesque and evil demonic thing. And yet it's gaining traction. There are actually movies out there, shows out there, games out there, websites out there where these people actually find some type of pleasure in thinking about eating other people. Um, it was even revealed recently, apparently, that uh, there were some things, you know, you know, uh, uh, you know, certain celebrity. There was a, a famous celebrity recently that came out and said, you know, maybe there's something to do with cannibalism that, you know, is OK and all this. And it's even tied to sexual things. I mean, this is so perverted. And I think about, Greg, when you look at all the ancient, like you look at the, the paintings that these great artists did over in Europe, when they show hell in many of those pictures in hell, it shows people eating each other. They literally, this is something that has passed on for generations. It is demonic. Let me just read some of this. The New York Times, a so-called newspaper of record, advocated that, and I'll quote, cannibalism has a time and a place, end quote. And that current media suggests that now is the time to eat your fellow human. I mean, this is so, I just don't know what to say. The eye-raising article was flayed on Twitter for even suggesting that people eat people. And many commentators reckon that the New York Times writer put her foot in her mouth. No doubt they're making a joke there. <laughs> the piece was written by Alex, Alex Beggs, a freelance writer and regular contributor to Bon Appetit, uh, where she reviews the latest Trader Joe's products. Writers uh, writes the magazine's questionable yeah. etiquette column and, and regularly covers cookbooks, according to uh, the journalist database Mar- uh, Muckrack. The article entitled A Taste for Cannibalism argues that cannibalism is having a moment right now because of some recent stomach-turning books on television and film screens. I, I just... Well, they're listing quite a few movies here, Pastor Mark, yes. where there, there <sighs> is uh, cannibalism involved in these movies, and a lot of them are very familiar to us. Yeah. Uh, of, you know, not that I've seen any of these per se, but seen them advertised on TV. Yeah, well, that's horrendous enough, Greg, that it would yeah. even be portrayed in a movie. But when you start really saying, yeah. hey, why don't we... Um, why do we think about this? I mean, I just, the well, level of debauchery, it, it's articles like this that make me go, I understand why God had to judge the earth in the days of Noah, and I understand why he's going to have to judge it again. Well, the, the debauchery is only surpassed by the lunacy, Pastor Mark, because I want to share this. Um, they are saying, um, as to what may be fueling the desire for cannibalism stories, uh, she, uh, Miss Lyle, who is uh, the co-creator of another show, Yellow Jackets, that has to do with this nonsense, she listed the pandemic, climate change, school shootings, and years of political cacophony as possible factors. Unbelievable. So, so that, Unbelievable. You see what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. it, so you can't eat meat anymore. They don't <laughs> want you to eat cows and eat chickens, but you can eat people. See, and this bugs. Is truly, and bugs. And bugs. This is truly demonic. I mean, this is where, and Greg, it's interesting, and, and we'll mention First Timothy when we get into some other articles. Yeah. But First Timothy says that in the last days, they will give heed to, note this, doctrines, doctrines. of demons. And yeah. that means teachings of yeah. demons. This 
is a doctrine of demons. Yeah. And it's not something where you just hear it in some weird cult that's hiding it. No, this is in the New York Times, and it shows you where we are. I mean, I just, um, I, I don't, you know, you, Lord, get us out of here. You know, yeah. I, we, that's where you can say, Lord, come back. But I, <laughs> recently, things that are happening in our world are making me go, you know what? I understand why God had to judge the entire earth and wipe everyone out and start over. And I understand now why at some point in the future, he'll have to do that again. Wow. All right. Uh, CNN is reporting on the Philippines earthquake, 7.0 magnitude quake, uh, killed uh Numerous people injured hundreds more. Yeah. Uh, this story was released uh, July 28th. The earthquake was Wednesday. I don't know if you have any new statistics on that or not. No, not, well, I don't. This is a, the, but the point was not so much the statistics. Uh, at least five people died, right? 130 injured. 7.0 yeah. hit northern Luzon, country's most populous island, 8.43 a.m. local time. According to U.S. Geological Survey, the agency originally uh, designated the 7.1 magnitude before downgrading to get to 7.0. Here's the thing. Thing. Again, we see lots of earthquakes now. We've seen them so much. This is like no big deal, common, common, whatever. But this is just a reminder. He said there'd be what earthquakes. Jesus said. Yeah, earthquakes in the last days would increase. We have to remember, earthquakes on this scale happened once every 10 years in the early 1900s. Once every 10 years. And in the 1800s, once every 100 years. So you're talking about something now that happens. I mean, literally, we have, we have now, you know, 70, 80, 90, 100 in a year now that are this high. So in the 1800s, it was once every it 10 years. One every 100 years. Oh, one, one every 100, 100 years. I believe. I have to go back and check my... Don't quote me okay. on that. I think so. 1900s, one every 10 years. 10 years. And then gradually toward the end of the 1900s, it started going up in the end of the 1900s. Gotcha. So, and then now, Greg, we had... I think there were 50 or 60 by the first... By 2010, there were already 60 or 70... Uh, Six and seven point oh yeah. above, so it's increasing exponentially on these massive quake scales. Here's another seven point oh again. Like the Lord said, keep your eye on this. Yeah, shocking that yeah. Uh, he's. What coincidences? Yeah. All right, our uh, main category today, Pastor Mark, is science. And I don't know. Do you want me to include these first two articles together, or do you want to do them separately? Uh, you know, you can include them together. I may okay. read a little bit of that's both. That's fine. Of it. Yeah, that's fine. Just get at uh, least the headlines together. They're, they're kind of computer computery. Uh, the first one is from Cosmos Magazine: New Phase of Matter with 2D Time Created in a Quantum Computer. That- don't make no sense. I don't understand that yeah. at all. And our next article from Fox News that kind of dovetails into this, Google claims quantum computing supremacy in a major milestone. Uh, the The title really doesn't do this, the article no, justice here. It doesn't. We're going to talk about yeah. some. You know, I mean, I'm, not, I'm not a genius in science, but I do know matter and what doesn't matter. <laughs> and um, this matters. And so I want to read right here out of 1 Timothy uh, chapter 4. Listen to what it says in the last days. I want to lay this groundwork of the scripture before we jump into this. God talks about, Paul talks about, uh, right in the letter to Timothy, about what it's going to be like in the last days. And he says, now the Spirit expressly says that in the latter times, some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons. We just talked about that, deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons. That's happening right now in our culture. Speaking lies in hypocrisy. Again, look at the hypocrisy and the lies that are being said. Just straight up, I mean, from the highest places of government today, um, having their own conscience seared with a hot iron. In other words, they don't care that they're lying. They don't care about their hypocrisy. It doesn't matter. And this is interesting, Greg. Forbidding to marry 
and commanding to abstain from foods which God created to be received with thanksgiving by those who believe and know the truth. I want to come back to that in just a moment and, and finish that verse up. But I want to talk about this. Why do I think this is interesting? Because doctrines of demons and deceiving spirits. I believe this type of science can be used by deceiving spirits to lead people the wrong way. Kind of in the same way Ouija boards and witchcraft and stuff can be. And let me explain why. First of all, this new phase matter 2D uh, created in quantum computer, whatever. Let me read the article. This is pretty amazing. If you're a science geek, you're going to love this stuff. But I think there's more going on behind the scenes here. Quantum computers hold the promise of revolutionizing information technology by utilizing the wacky physics of quantum mechanics. But playing with strange new machinery often throws up even more interesting and novel physics. This is precisely what has happened to the quantum computing researchers in the U.S. You got regular computing and now new quantum computing. Unlike in classical computers, a quantum's computer transistor is on a quantum scale like a single atom. Now, I know a lot of this, we don't have to worry about trying to figure it out. Just hear the article. This allows information to be encoded, not just using zeros and ones, but also a mixture or superposition of zero and one using an extra time dimension. Note that using an extra time dimension, it is completely as it is a completely different way of thinking about the phases of matter, says lead author Philip um, Dumitrescu, a research fellow at uh, the Institute Center of Com- Computational Quantum Physics in New York. He, and I quote, I've been working on these theory ideas for over five years and seeing them realized in experiments is exciting. So what they're working with basically is time dimension. In other words, outside of our time, a new time dimension that the computer can work in. Now, let me look at the next article and we'll talk about that. Again, the next article you said where Google claims, you know, quantum computing supremacy. Listen to this. Imagine a system that could execute a calculation in 200 seconds that would take the world's fastest normal supercomputer 10,000 years to calculate. That's the breakthrough that a team of scientists working on Google's Sycamore machine announced on Wednesday claiming quantum supremacy. Now, this, this article dates back to 2019, so this isn't last Wednesday. Okay, I'm pulling this from 2019, but the new article is uh, a more up-to-date article. Um, let me make sure it's yep from July. And that's what maybe pull this one in because this kind of came to the forefront what we studied, what we talked about last week. But this is so amazing now. So it's the first time this claiming quantum supremacy, the first time after publishing the results of their work in the journal Nature. And I quote, this dramatic increase in speed compared to all known classical algorithms is an experimental realization of quantum supremacy for this specific computational task. Heralding a much-anticipated computer paradigm, the researchers write in the study's abstract. Now, what in the world's going on? What is this quantum? Basically, look, quantum physics, somehow this computer works outside of time, and they don't know how. And what this thing does is, now I know there's a lot of things we don't understand. They didn't understand electricity when we first discovered it. So the fact they don't understand how it works doesn't necessarily mean that it's, that it's spiritual. It may not be. But it almost has this eerie, and they even say themselves, when you read their articles, it's like this kind of out-of-this-worldly kind of weird kind of thing that makes them feel weird about it. Um, And what it does is you put this computation in it, and it goes somewhere, computates it, and brings it back. And when you look at the records, it says, okay, this took 200 seconds to solve wherever it took it. But it took 10,000 years to solve somehow as well. 
And and somehow they're saying they believe it's going outside of time for 10,000 years, solving it and sending it back within a matter of seconds. And now we have it back because because it's outside of time. It can do what it wants and then bring it back in. Now, again, I know God is great. We don't know the ways of God, the way his universe works and all these things. And, and by the time we get to heaven, we may see a very normal explanation of how this works in quantum computer and quantum physics. But with that said, and the way these guys say this almost seems otherworldly, you wonder if this is not going to be something used by the enemy to, I don't know, send messages to speak to us. It kind of reminds me of the AI at Google, the guy that was talking back and forth, mm-hmm. and they said it became sentient. sentient yeah, yeah, it was becoming like a person and thinking on its own or whatever. So, I, yeah, to bring you this are these articles to go, this is amazing, and, and cool and whatever, but also to recognize that the enemy might use some of this weirdo stuff in the last days. Um, I mean, I just, I, I, who knows how all this, Greg, is going to be used. But keep your eye on this, because this is truly amazing, amazing technology. Now, I, I also want to, well, I'll wait for the WEF stuff to get into that. Um, yeah. But, but, you know, again, technology, remember, Satan has tapped into it. And so there are things above us, you know, I think we're going to see more of this kind of stuff and this kind of technology, I believe, could be used. We talk about the, the image of the beast that's going right. to be on the Temple Mount and it may be sentient. Who knows? It may be I, all this. We'll, you know, we'll keep up with it as fast as we can until we get out of here. But boy, keep your eye on this stuff because the kind of uh, um, leaps we're making now technologically um, are just unbelievable. It says in Daniel chapter 12 that in the last days, knowledge will increase. Boy, you're not kidding. Yeah. And I find this stuff fascinating. Will it be used by the demonic realm? I don't know. But let's keep our eye on it. Yeah. You are listening to Pastor Mark and Signs of the Times, our weekly look at Bible prophecy in the world's news on WIAMLP Knoxville. Pastor Mark, uh, we started off with tech. Now let's go to bio, and then we'll end with biotech. There you go. Uh, Bloomberg is reporting that the fake meat industry is eyeing crickets. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I should have. I should have played my cricket soundtrack for this one. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. I. I... Uh, crickets, beetles, mealworms, and maggots for your next Big Mac. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. You know, you know, Greg, the whole the whole title here, fake meat, should just scare everyone to death. Yes. And and I you know, before I again before I even read some of this, the World Economic Forum, you know, in some of their videos they put out, if you go look at their videos they have out yes. in one of their videos, they talk about that meat will be gone. You won't be able just, they're doing away with meat because animals produce gases that are hurting the environment, they say, which is ridiculous. Ridiculous. And by the way, the carbon they release, Greg, without that you can't grow gardens. I know. Carbon is what makes your plants grow. I know. So I'm saying it's, it's, I mean, you see all the famine stuff, they're shutting down the farmers, now they will shut down yeah. the carbon. I mean, you talk about it, it, a, a world with no food. It, they're making it. Well the, the, what the enemy's trying to do is he's trying to alter the ecosystem yeah yeah it's this alter eco yes and uh and and you know (laughs) but anyway this is very true yes but anyway this fake meat industry greg this is something they show in their videos of them making meat and when you read the articles they say we can take cells from meat and make you a burger and a steak and you don't have to have animals and in in the articles greg they talked about taking human cells and making that meat 
But and yes, it goes back to the cannibalism article. Yes. This, this is yeah. demonic. These yeah. are the doctrines of demons it talks about yes. in the last days. Yeah. But here's the thing. But they say, well, it's not real people that you're eating. We're just taking the the basic cell or whatever, and we're creating new meat. I'm like, look, it you're doesn't eating, matter. You're eating people, and you're wanting to. Make, you, the, we talked about the soy green thing and the old movie or whatever. But this whole thing, they're wanting us to eat bugs. Now, what, now what does Satan do? Satan is is repulsive. Even as he wants people eating meat, he wants us eating bugs. Somehow they think this is progressive and wonderful, but it is perverted, and it's where the world is headed. Uh, although, let me read some of the article. And this is interesting for vegetarians and their sake. Although vegetarians wouldn't eat them, insects are, after all, animals. Uh, bug evangelists say that 2,000 <laughs> or so species of edible critters have a lower carbon footprint. It's because they have little feet. That's the only reason. <laughs> And require less land than livestock and many yeah. grains. And various breeds have different characteristics than fans. Um, uh, the fans say make them work for a good food source. You know, look, I know some insects can be eaten. Uh, I know in the Middle East they'll they'll take locusts and they roast them. And they say they're very good. They're high in protein, tasty. That's fine. That's a little bit more palatable than what they're talking about. But even that for me is a little bit more than I want to delve into. But this is getting now grotesque. Mealworms are clean. They're odorless and rich in minerals and vitamins. Crickets and grasshoppers are loaded with protein. Fly larvae. Maggots have a mild taste and a light color. That is repulsive. So they're easy to hide in foods. Get that. They're easy to hide in foods. We used to send our burger back if it had a maggot. Black soldier fly larvae (laughs) will eat virtually any organic waste. The potential market got a big lift this year when the European Union approved locusts and mealworms for human consumption. The EU regulators say they're examining applications for almost a dozen other species. Paris-based... Insect SAS sells buffalo mealworm protein that's used in faux meat sold in supermarkets and restaurants in Austria and Denmark. And that quote, this is insect farming 2.0, says Constant Tedder, founder of Fly Farm, a startup that builds automated critter factories. And I quote, right now people are making jokes about bugs. Soon you'll be eating them in your burger. Bug burger. Excuse me, waiter, I've got a leg stuck between my teeth. I mean, I just can't what, stand this. What, this is what. What do you? Th- I mean, do you think the point of this, and again, is altering the the ecosystem again, maybe killing off animal population because the animals are no longer needed for food? Uh, what? What? I mean, what do you? What do you think? How does? How does this? I mean, other than just being absolutely gross to yeah. our nature, yeah. What does what does this prophetically tell us? You know, that's a great question, Greg. I don't know that I have a full answer, but I know that everything God says, Satan says the opposite. God said, yeah. rise, Peter, kill, and eat. And yeah. he showed him everything that walks on the earth. Again, some bugs, yeah, you could. Others, you can't. That's not the point. But they're trying to do away with things that God said are okay for us to eat. Right. I don't know the full motivation of it. I'll say that's part of it. Another part of it is we know that Satan is evil and he's grotesque. And the whole thing about even eating people and eating bugs, he wants to take the blessings of God and make us these grotesque beings. And again, this is where I want to read some more of this yeah, article. Okay. Because again, out of 1 Timothy chapter 4, I mean, prophetically, here's where it comes in prophetically. Now, why he's doing it, why Satan's doing it, I don't know all the reasons. But here's the prophetic reason. First Timothy chapter 4, it says, again, in the last days, notice this, two things I want to point out. They'll be forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from foods which God created to be, to be received with thanksgiving by those who believe and know the truth. For every creature of God is good. Uh, and nothing is to be refused if it is received with thanksgiving. Now, some bugs are Except forbidden by God. Well, God forbids certain things because they're unhealthy. He talks about it in the Old Testament. Yeah. So he's not saying you can eat, eat all these things they're saying. He's saying what God allows, be free to eat. Right. 
He says that nothing is to be refused if it's received with thanksgiving and sanctified by the word of God in prayer. Two things I want to know. First of all, abstain from foods. I never really paid attention to that. I just never really, I knew it said that. Honestly, in my mind, I thought, well, you know, because it says forbidding to marry. Okay, I'm going to share right now with our listeners. To me, it said in the last days, they'll be forbidding to marry, abstaining from foods. We've often said that we believe the Antichrist will be could be the current Pope because it lines up so well in Revelation with the spiritual authority they'll have around the world, which, by the way, the Popes are connecting to all world religions. Again, this current Pope just this week had all of his cardinals and himself doing this witchcraft thing. I saw it on TV. I was like, unbelievable. They're doing a witchcraft thing for this witch doctor who's calling on their spirits or whatever. So the, the Catholic Church is very tied into the demonic realm and this all this witchcraft stuff. You can go online and watch it. Again, that's, look it up. just happened this week. So that doesn't surprise me, but... I always thought that because he was going to be possibly the Antichrist, that he would have a huge influence on the planet. And, you know, they forbid their priest. Possibly the false prophet. False prophet, I mean, right. And they forbid the priest to marry. So that, well, maybe he's going to forbid more people to marry through something like that. And abstaining from foods, I I know they have the Friday fish fry. That has nothing to do with anything. But other than, I know they have certain food things. Maybe, Maybe the Catholic Church is going to do something about that. But when you read this now in context and see what's happening in the world, this is not what it's talking about at all. Because when he says expressly in the last days, these things they'll be doing, this is the world economic forum. These are the world leaders doing these things. And Greg says they'll have them abstain from food. Don't eat meat. You can't eat meat anymore. You're ruining the environment. We're going to make you eat bugs, maybe make you eat people. This is exactly what he's talking about in First Timothy chapter 4. Yeah. It didn't click until now. Um, but also notice this. Not only abstain from eating meats, forbidding to marry. Very, very interesting. There's now talk already starting among the world community um, about, you know, marriage and, you know, Greg, with this whole um, uh, the whole uh, homosexual issue and same sex and all the gender confusions and the benefits that married people get and that they don't get and how this goes from whatever to whatever. I believe you're going to see born out of this. You're going to hear a greater and greater call for just, look, just don't marry. They're encouraging people right now not to marry. They don't want them to have kids. They're trying to, you know, they're self-sterilizing. A lot of these new generation kids are, which they're going to regret. Uh, they're saying they don't want to get married. I mean, marriage is becoming this thing that's becoming taboo. You watch. After watching what's happened with forbidding to eat meat, I'm expecting one of the next big things to come on the scene is the reason we should do away with marriage. And again, remember, yeah. Satan does the opposite of everything God does. God said he made them male and female. Satan said, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm going to mix all the genders up. Then God said, I want them to get married. And he said, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, we're not going to let them get married. So be watching this. I want them to eat meat. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, no, they're going to eat bugs. So my point is, whatever God says, Satan does the opposite. And remember, he said he wants to be like God. So he has to be God, his own God. He can't do what the original God did. He wants to do something different. He hates God. He's doing just the opposite of that. And um, this stuff is just like really, I think, starting to open up into some of the deeper meaning of what we have going on here. And so don't don't just think it's going to stop with eating bugs and possibly people. Uh, you're going to see a forbidding to marry, and it could come under the guise of all these gender things. It could be for just the world, I don't know, less children. Um, I don't know what it's going to be, but be watching for it. I'm telling you, it's on the horizon. Yeah. Well, we've had our technology, we've had our biology, and now let's have our biotech. Here we go. Uh, the World Economic Forum says that synthetic biology is the key to reset living systems. Yeah, the, these two articles are going to tie together, but I want to start with this one because, Greg, yeah. this is, um, they are aggressively seeking to change our DNA, and they're very open about it. 
Let me read some of the article. Technocrat transhuman. Now, now again, this comes in line. Guys, remember, how does this, what, what does this have to do with DNA stuff? I'll read this for signs of the times listeners. We're talking about, um, Satan being God. I'm going to be like God. God is the creator of us. God gave us our DNA. God made us who we are individually. It would make sense that Satan would come in and say, now I want to make you in my image. God made you in his. Now I'm going to make you in mine. I'm going to, I'm going to change your DNA. I'm going to change who you are to your very core and make you in my image and mess with your DNA. So there's a biblical application here and a prophetic application. But notice this technocrat, uh, t- transhuman scientists define synthetic biology as the design of not novel biological components and systems and the redesign of existing biological systems. This means AI assisted genetic engineering to create New or modified life forms. And notice this, to create brand new or modified. Now, we're the ones they would modify because we're here. Brand new means they want to try to create life forms in a lab with their with DNA. And that might be your DNA, my DNA, their DNA. This is the way, this is why, notice this, this is why the UN, now Greg, here's another thing, you're going to see the UN is now making agreements and, and linking themselves up with the World Economic Forum. And you would expect this. Here's these two world organizations bringing the world together for the Antichrist one world government. He says this. This is why the UN is called for a complete mapping of all DNA on the earth. Notice that. All DNA. They want everyone's to be used as a global common database. By the way, uh, they, our government released just recently that all the people that took the swabs for your test on your, um, your, your, your COVID tests. They sold that DNA to, to China and Russia. What, what are you thinking? And get this. All the 23andMe people, look, a lot of us oh, did yeah. that. A well, lot of us did that. Yeah. It's being sold now. It's being sold to and being bought up by Russia and these other I mean, China and these other countries. You know, why would they want our DNA? What, what, is, what, what are they trying to do? And then when you read these things where they're trying to change DNAs, you know, this gets very, very concerning. And Greg, this is another reason God's got to come back and stop this whole show. Because we talked about the potential that, that, that Satan could have messed with DNA back in the days of Noah, mm-hmm. when the sons of God came into the daughters of men. We've talked about that. Yeah. He may be trying to do the same thing now. But notice this, Greg, global common database. In my October 24 article, Global Blueprint Exposed, the takeover of, of all genetic material on Earth, I concluded, and I quote, mapping the human genome took, almost, uh, took most of the 1990s. Mapping the human brain, which started in 2010, is virtually complete. Now, mapping all DNA on Earth, including human DNA, is the next big technocrat transhuman dream. The outcome, because they can make anybody into whatever they want them to be. The outcome will be, in other words, total control, which Satan will do. The outcome will be genetic manipulation of any and all living creatures and the creation of synthetic DNA that does not currently exist in nature. You know, it when you read that, it, it took me back to uh, before uh, the flood and the sons you know of that Ma- old. You, you really, Greg, you've aged uh, well. Thank you. Thank you. It's vitamins. Yes. Um, in lots of eating at Freddy's. Yeah. Bugs. Uh, bugs. Bugs. Eating bugs. Yes. Uh, Freddy's buggers. The sons of men, uh, uh, the, the, is it the sons, sons of men? Of, the the in, sons of God, sons into of the God daughters of man. man. Yep. That's what it reminds me of. Yes, exactly. Foreign DNA. Yeah. DNA that's not human. Exactly. And as I shared on the show in the past, I have the article on my desk. Yep. It's on our website, if I'm not mistaken, where the scientists, non-Christian scientists, have now found non-human DNA yep. in some people. 
And they say, how did it get there? It's in the human. It's, we have non-DNA in there. And this came from a long time ago before we had this kind of technology. And again, I believe it came in by when the angels came in to the daughters of men in the days of Noah. Giants were in those days. I think the scripture there and in First Peter and in Jude um, uh, very clearly lays out that, that angels literally had relations with humans. They took on human form and had relations with humans. We know they can do that because angels came in human form with Jesus. And I believe they had relations with women. And I believe it infected the DNA. And you say, well, then, but only Noah's family came over. Well, that shows you that Noah's family was probably involved in things they shouldn't have been involved in before they got saved mm-hmm. and got on that boat. And they brought that DNA over with them, and it carried on. Well, again, God wiped the earth out because Satan was changing mankind. He was literally trying to change how man was made, right? Now they're doing the same thing, the same Greg, thing again. messing with DNA, trying to play God. And that leads into the next article that you already read the, the headline on. I believe you did, right? No, oh, we wait, haven't oh, touched it oh, yet. Oh, I'm sorry. You can yeah. move into the next one. Go ahead. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm really not needed here. You can go right ahead. Uh, <laughs> I thought you read Fo- them both together. No, I'm no. sorry. Uh, Fox News is reporting that U.S. Intelligence Committee members are warning of bioweapons that can target the DNA of individual Americans. Yes. Yeah. Which, yeah, to- which, which, you know, you mentioned earlier that... Our country or companies have sold yeah. the collected DNA yeah. from swabs. Yeah, and- yeah. well, our government said they sold from the swabs on the COVID. Now, what he reveals is 23andMe and these guys have been doing this. This is a member of the House Intelligence Committee warned the Americans, stay away from DNA testing services uh, that could be used to develop bioweapons targeting specific groups of Americans or even individuals. Think about this technology. If they found my exact DNA, Greg, and they want to take me out, just slip that in my drink and I'm done. Representative Jason Crow, Democrat of Colorado, made the comments uh, during an appearance at the Aspen Security Forum in Colorado on Friday, saying many Americans are too far willing to give up their DNA information to private companies. The warnings from Crow and Ernst came the same day that they raised alarms over the availability of cheap military-capable drones, as well as China and Russia's expanding of the use of artificial intelligence. So what's happening is... They're getting this DNA, and they're messing with it in labs, and they believe, Greg, with DNA, they can do anything. I heard Elon Musk say the other day, if you had the right DNA, you could turn a person into a butterfly. And I don't know if that's true or not. I don't think that'd be possible. Uh, but but his, his point well, is... you've got is, issues with chromosomes and other things, too. I, so. Yeah, I mean, I, there's all kinds of things there. Yeah. I look at that and go, uh, whatever. But the point is, he may have just been making a point. But the reality is, Greg, we already have this whole thing where they're, they're, they're able to do this now. They're able to do it, and... and Peter McCullough and a panel he was on recently, this is a well-renowned, world-renowned uh, uh, doctor and physician, uh, Peter McCullough, well-respected. He said that now, and the study, I believe we have this online. If we don't, I'll get it up later. An Australian study, I think it's Australian, so don't quote me on that. But there's a study that was released now that they have shown, because remember the big thing when they came out with the shots, they said there's no way this will affect your DNA. Now they've shown that it can and probably is. It 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 it. They, it does what they call a transcribing, uh, where it takes the, the, the MR, mRNA, the messenger RNA, goes and takes those messages, releases the proteins, right? It doesn't initially change your DNA, but it releases new proteins, okay? Then that transcribes, it, it, trans, it goes back into DNA, it becomes a new DNA that goes back into your DNA, they're, they're saying they haven't found the evidence that it has happened in anyone yet, but in the lab that it can happen. So the COVID shots can go in as mRNA, transfer back and transcribe back into your DNA. Now, I don't know whether that's happening or has happened or not, and I don't mean to freak people out. I'm simply saying 
Before you move on with the next set of vaccinations or shots, we need to get some things answered here. That's my only appeal. We need to get some answers. And now we have at the highest levels of government saying they're, they're trying to mess with DNA or sell DNA because, listen, why is that important? Well, he's only talking about selling DNA. No, what that means is they can manipulate DNA. And then they've got to somehow get that DNA in people, and then they can do what they want. Let's put it, this, let, let's put it in this context. Let's think of identity theft. Okay. That's a great analogy because this is exactly what it is. Now, most of of us think the most valuable numerical sequence, at least here in America, that each of us have to our person is our social security number. Right. That's the key to the vault. Right. So to speak. Okay. That's the big number. That's the number that we protect at the greatest levels. Yes. Okay. DNA is the biological equivalent of a social security number. Yeah. If you've got right. the DNA, you've got the social security number. That's right. Of each person. And you can That's manipulate identity it. Theft. And you can manipulate it. Yeah. You can do whatever you want with it. See, this is where, Greg, we talked before the show started. It's getting so advanced and so freaky, God can't let this go on much longer. God is not going to allow Satan to do this much longer. This is another reason I believe we're so close to the rapture and the return of the Lord. But I want to take a moment to encourage our listeners that some this is pretty you know scary stuff. Listen, I want to remind you, the Lord is in control. No one can do anything to you, your DNA, your life, anything else, unless God says so. God protects the believer, and the ones I fear for are the unbelievers in the world. God will protect us, God will watch over us, but God also tells us to be informed and to be wise and be aware. As wise as serpents, as gentle as doves. And with the information that's coming out now, I would say, look, with as many lies as we've been told and as much misinformation that they've put out, they're accusing people of of putting out misinformation when they tell the truth. They're the ones putting out misinformation. And with as much misinformation as they're putting out, we can't trust them. I mean, Burks, remember, that was working with President Trump. She just said on the news on Fox News last week uh, to to, uh, Brett Baer, she said, we knew that the shots wouldn't stop the infection. We knew that. But we were afraid that, you know, if we didn't promote it, that people wouldn't get it. I'm like, I I don't even know what to say to (laughs) this. All I'm going to say is you cannot trust them at this point. We've got to look to God. We've got to pray. We've got to use our brain. And for those of you that heard these things and maybe you're concerned, look, because you got a shot, it doesn't mean your DNA's changed. It doesn't mean you're going to, anything's going to happen. Okay, relax. But it does mean this. Moving forward from this point on, we need to slam on the brakes and say, wait a minute, I'm going to stop and think for myself. And then really find out what's going on before I move forward. Everybody's just jumped into this, and and now I think we're seeing some of the consequences. But know this, the Lord's on the throne. He's in control. He's running your life. He's in control of you. There's no need to live in fear. Trust him. I think about Paul, even you know when Paul went on the missionary journey for God, the, the, the poisonous viper bit him. And it caused him no harm. Why? Mm. Because he was serving God in what God called him to do. Good point. And if you're yeah. serving God in what God's called you to do, he's more than able to protect you and keep you safe. I've drunk things on the mission field that I had to, that I didn't mm. know if I was going to live or not, and I did. Uh, and so God is able to protect. So trust the Lord and uh, just know that he's on the throne. And again, but if you're listening to this and you don't know the Lord, I want to make an appeal to you right now. You need to give your life to Christ. I think this world is wrapping up quickly. The signs are everywhere, and this is getting very serious very fast. So it's time for all of mankind to get very serious very fast and turn to Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, Pastor Mark, a lot of information. Yes, a lot of information. Uh, So uh, what's cracking out there, Prophecy Peeps, make sure that you visit our website at thewaymedia.net or download the Waymedia app. And with each episode 
of Signs of the Times, we uh, connect the articles that we're discussing. We encourage you to click on that. It's a PDF file. You can read the articles. And within the PDF are the links that we provide where we got that text. Yeah. Uh, so you can go right to those websites. As long as those links are still active and available out there, they're there. But that's why we've put it in a PDF format. So at least the text was extracted and preserved on our side because you never know when things will be there or not be yeah. there. And we hope to be here next Friday at 1.30, and we hope you can join us next Friday at 1.30 as we continue to discuss and learn how these things that are happening in our world today are pointing to God's prophetic word as signs of the times. Be blessed, have a great weekend, love the Lord, and we'll see you back here next Friday at 1.30.